Grow With Me provides exercises and tips for living your best life now. This means loving yourself and allowing positive change to find you when you're having fun being who you are. Many of us spend our lives in the future, waiting for things to get better or striving to accomplish the next thing on our to-do list. But we feel most fulfilled when we make a conscious choice to love our life exactly as it is in this moment. I'm your host, Dina Martin. Magic is what happens when we create from our hearts. We witness our dreams come together in beautiful, unexplainable ways. I used a little magic to take my family to Disney World four years ago. I started thinking the kids were good ages to go, so I added a picture of it in a vision board that I made into a video. The picture had a group of kids smiling at lunch with Cinderella at Magic Kingdom. I watched this three-minute video every day, and when I got to that picture, I felt how happy I was to see my girls having so much fun at lunch with Cinderella. Within two weeks of making this video, my sister sent a text out to my family and asked if we wanted to go to Disney World. I never said anything to anyone about this video or my desire to go. And everybody jumped in and said they wanted to go, which was also a surprise because nobody in my family ever seemed like they wanted to go either. Then it came to me in meditation to check my benefits at work around a sabbatical. I was just reaching my 15-year milestone with my company, and I'd been through several mergers and acquisitions. I found out that I was grandfathered in to a six-week fully paid sabbatical, and I made it by just three weeks, meaning that if I had been hired just three weeks later, then I wouldn't have this benefit. And I also had, as part of my 15-year milestone, a big bonus that I didn't expect. So within a month of making this video, the trip just fell on my lap. We had plans to go, it was fully paid, and I had time off work to kickstart a whole six, week off, six weeks off work. Then two weeks before the trip, my sister reaches out again and she says, hey, I was able to snag lunch for you and the girls at Cinderella's Castle. And apparently it books out months in advance and, and she found this cancellation. Again, I never said anything about this video or my desire to have lunch with Cinderella. <laughs> the trip was absolutely amazing, and the highlight was definitely lunch with my girls in Cinderella's castle. I felt all the emotions and more that I did as when I was watching the video. Was this all one big coincidence? I don't think so. I stopped making videos a while back, but I've taken the concept of visualizing what I want and feeling into it with the emotions I want to experience as if it's happening now. I have another story to explain how this has worked for me. I love snow skiing, and for the kids' February winter break last year, I wanted to take them skiing. It was pretty last minute, like a month out, and I was having trouble finding affordable flights. So I decided to fly into Phoenix and do an adventure trip with my kids. The idea was to see the desert in Phoenix, check out Sedona, ski a day in Flagstaff, and then visit the Grand Canyon. Ten days before the trip, I checked the weather and the forecast was 
sunny and mid 50s every day for the next two weeks in Flagstaff. Not good skiing weather. So here's what I did. I visualize us driving to Flagstaff from Sedona, and as we arrive, it just starts to snow. I pictured the kids excited with their faces pressed against the window of our rental looking at the snow. We live in Atlanta, so we don't see a lot of snow. I felt joy when I visualized my kids excited about the snow. I practiced it for a few minutes every day, and then a couple days before the trip, something incredible happened. A storm was coming, and suddenly there was snow forecasted for the day we planned to get to Flagstaff. As I planned, the snow was just starting to pick up that evening when we got to our rental home in Flagstaff. I wanted to make sure we got there safely. Our place had a hot tub, and the kids had a blast sitting in it and catching snowflakes with their tongues. There was about a foot of snow by the next morning when we planned to ski, And I'm so thankful that something in me told me to upgrade to a four-wheel drive vehicle back when we arrived in Phoenix because the ski resort wasn't even letting anyone on the road leading there without chains or four-wheel drive. On the way back to our rental from the ski resort, I had to take a detour on side streets since the main road was shut down where I needed a pass. I've lived in Georgia almost all my life and had almost no experience driving in the snow and ice. I got stuck on a hill. I made it halfway up, and every time I tried to climb the rest of the way up, my car would slide back down. A row of cars was forming behind me, so I couldn't back up or slide down much further. And my initial reaction was to panic. I was afraid I'd slide off the edge of the hill into a ditch. Then I caught myself. I sat for a minute with my foot on the brake and closed my eyes I took a few deep breaths and visualized the car driving over the hill. Then I had the kids start chanting, you can do it, mommy. Within a minute or two, four or five young guys hopped out of a car, a few cars behind me and came running over. One of them popped his head in my car and suggested that I put it in four-wheel drive. I thought I already had it in four-wheel drive. I've never driven a four-wheel drive vehicle. I don't know what I turned on, but it wasn't the four-wheel drive. (laughs) He turned it on for me, and the guys got behind and gave my car a boost up the hill. We made it. I believe those men were angels. It was a little scary, but also very empowering. I can't believe I drove several miles to the ski resort on that icy road and halfway back without even having four-wheel drive on. (laughs) We loved this trip. The kids thought it was so cool that they could wear shorts in the 75-degree weather in the desert and then just a few hours away be skiing in several inches of snow. Were these little miracles coincidence? I don't think so. I'm always creating whether I realize it or not. My thoughts and beliefs about what's possible shape my reality. When I'm following my heart, I'm doing what's best for me, which is inevitably what's for the highest good of all. If I'm ever not sure how to respond in a situation, I sit with my heart and I feel into it. Sometimes it's saying no to people or walking away from a situation that's no longer serving me. If I'm walking away from a situation that's no longer serving me and I think I'm causing harm to others by doing so, again, I'm creating from fear. During times like this, I clear those thoughts and I remind myself that when I'm doing what's best for me, it's what's best for everyone. 
to ignore what my heart wants by thinking others need things from me dims my light because it's saying to my heart that others are more important than me. When I decided to get divorced, at first I had so much guilt over the idea because of the impact it would have on my kids. I didn't want to cause suffering for them, but I corrected myself. Divorce doesn't have to cause suffering. Loving myself meant getting a divorce, and love is the most important part of family. So getting divorced meant my kids would experience more love. I visualized and felt how it would be for everything to go smoothly, and that's how it turned out. My kids are thriving, and I see their relationship with both parents has gotten stronger. With the major changes I've made in my life, the point where I decide to proceed forward has often been the point when the discomfort and keeping things the way they are outweighs the discomfort caused by any fears surrounding moving on. Releasing those fears is taking believing in myself that I am powerful beyond belief and worthy of the life of my dreams. Fears come from conditioned belief systems about the way things are. Think about a big dream you have, something you want in your life. In the last episode, we worked through an exercise to create a vision for the future. It could be this vision or anything else. Now we're going to do an exercise with your dream. Feel free to pause this episode at any point if you need more time with it. Thinking about your dream, why don't you have it right now? Whatever pops in your head first is probably not the thing. Reach a little deeper into your fears surrounding obtaining or having what you want. I'll pause for a few seconds for you to find it. What evidence do you have to support this fear? Where has this been an issue in your past? What happened? Now let's visit the past where you're feeling upset about whatever happened. Imagine giving this version of you a big hug. Tell them this. This is exactly what you wanted to happen because it helped you become stronger. You get the chance to decide nothing outside of you determines your worth. You never need anything but your own love. Thank you for helping me learn this lesson. I love you entirely, and I want you to know you're worthy of everything you want and more just because. Now thinking of the fear, repeat after me aloud or in your head. I love the part of me that fears, and then say whatever your fear is. It isn't me. It isn't true. It doesn't need to be here. I never need anything but my own love. I love myself entirely. I am pure love. I am enough. Now take a deep breath. 
Your beliefs about what is possible influence the events in your life and the trajectory your life takes. You open yourself to unlimited possibilities every time you stay open and release any assumptions about what will happen by drawing from the past. Notice when you expect people to respond unfavorably to you or when you assume something you do isn't going to work out well for you. For example, I'm going to get my kids peas for dinner, but they're not going to like them. Or I'm going to ask for this big opportunity at work, but there's zero chance my boss will say yes. It's not up to us to control how other people respond. But when we're placing expectations on others, then we're essentially controlling them. It's the energy we're bringing to the situation. No one wants to be controlled. When you notice yourself placing expectations, stop and go through the fear exercise by saying to yourself, I love the part of me that thinks my boss needs to say no or whatever it is. It isn't me. It isn't true. It doesn't need to be here. I never need anything but my own love. I love myself entirely. I am pure love. I am enough. Then show up to the situation as love. You don't need anything from others. You are doing what you're doing just because it's what your heart wants to do. No matter what happens, you're always worthy just because. When you know what you want, it's important to stay detached from how it comes to you. When things don't work out as you move toward your dream or you're rejected in any way, it's not because you aren't worthy of having what you want. It's just your heart's way of saying this isn't what I want right now. You don't need it to be happy or to love yourself. If you instead decide to love yourself more and aim a little higher, you'll see that you'll get what your heart actually wants in a time and a way that's best for you. Let's revisit your dream, that big pie-in-the-sky vision for your life. What else is there? Remember, this is your dream life. You get to have exactly what you want. How can you amp it up? If your dream is to be a chef, what if you could also have your own cooking show and a best-selling cookbook? Or maybe you travel the world doing cooking demonstrations. If you aim small, you get small. Shoot for the stars. Don't worry about how it could work in your life. Your heart already has a plan and everything works out perfectly in a way that you could never predict. Getting what you want in the best way for your soul takes creating from a place where you love and accept yourself and your life as they are now. When you feel abundant, you attract more abundance. For homework, get some paper and a pen and make a list of everything in your life you're grateful for. Include anything you can think of. People, pets, things you own, things you do, and don't forget yourself. Then think about some things you have coming up in the next couple months or anything you want to happen soon. Reach into your heart and write in present tense about the best case scenario playing out for each of these things and how they feel. Finally, write about your big pie-in-the-sky dream falling on your lap in the most amazing way. Include detail and emotions. Read your paper and feel your dreams like they're happening now. Then, rip the paper into tiny pieces and throw it away. True happiness comes from within, so remember, 
You never need anything outside of you to make you happy. Love your life as it is right now, and you'll feel the love grow within you as you work toward your dreams. Thank you for listening to this episode of Grow With Me. Be sure to follow the show to catch the latest episodes. If you have any feedback or questions about what was discussed, please email me at growwithdina at gmail.com. That's G-R-O-W-W-I-T-H. D-E-N-A at gmail.com.